Chicago, Illinois. Hi, I'm Devin, and I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're best friends! <laughs> we started this weekly podcast to hold each other accountable? Yes, Devin, accountable around health and wellness. Welcome, Welcome to, to Weekly Buddy Time! time. Are you okay, Devin? No, the world is ending. Oh, no. The world is in. It's over. Everything is over. Everything oh, is canceled. Earth is it's, canceled. It's fine. It's fine. Earth is canceled. Look, everybody <laughs> just needed a break. And this this is just a good way to make everybody just sit down and relax. Uh, I can't relax. I'm going to be stuck in the house with my kids for a week. <laughs> that's true you're like, usually out doing things so yes like usually it's like spring break we're like oh we're gonna go to the muse we're gonna go to the zoo guess what everything is closed and you can't go anywhere because yeah. you're gonna die yep <sighs> so i'm just gonna sit here and drink my uh side show <laughs> puppet master um wine which Ooh. is shiraz on one side and cabernet sauvignon on the other and, oh uh, that will uh that'll get me through it yeah that was that was how I prepped. Was uh, I went to the store and I got frozen pizzas and a whole bunch of wine. <laughs> it's it's funny that you got frozen pizzas because I didn't even think about that. But someone at work, well, I was talking to somebody at work and they were like, "Yeah, I went to the grocery store last night and like, yeah, you know, most of the canned goods were gone, but the frozen pizzas were completely gone. Like <laughs> everyone wiped out the frozen pizzas. That's right? Really funny. That's uh, I mean, that's you know, that's a go-to comfort food in the middle of the apocalypse i guess so yeah <laughs> that's what i mean that's where i go for my comfort food yeah yeah apocalyptic comfort food <laughs> i've also seen a lot of things that say we're gonna have a baby boom in nine months yes and I think that's really funny because i'm sure they're right right i mean this is how it happens well, it's funny because today at work, um, there was like, because, you know, like all the sports balls are, are stopped. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> and uh, so like all these women were talking about how their husbands suddenly had nothing to watch, <laughs> which, you know, I don't relate to this at all because Thomas, right. neither Thomas or I watch the sports balls. Right. And then they were like, well, we're going to, you know, so they had to sit with me and, and watch The Bachelorette with me or whatever, The Bachelor <laughs> or whatever the hell they're watching, which yeah. also doesn't fit for us because neither one of us watch anything like that. So I was just like, this is a completely, I don't understand this experience at all. <laughs> right, and they were yeah. like, I guess we're not going to have anything to do. So I guess there'll be a baby boom in like nine months. And I was just like, what? there's no sports balls and now there's nothing to do like i don't understand i don't understand yeah well i think also they can't leave their house so there's no sports balls and they can't leave their house so they're stuck at home with nothing with each other other than each other well it was actually really funny because i was driving home and I, and I, that hit, that had all hit me. And I was just like, God, it takes like a fucking apocalypse to make you want to sleep with your husband. And then, <laughs> um, and then I was like driving by and I saw like, you know, a dad out with his kids, you know, throwing, a, throwing a football in the yard. And, yeah. and I was just in there thinking, so like, is this is what it takes? <laughs> so yeah. This is what it takes for people to actually act like humans to each other. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Time with their family. Okay. I mean, you know, what, <laughs> whatever it takes, whatever it takes, man. If I what was are you a dr- religious, if I was a religious person, I would say, "Well, God thought that we're we're getting too distance from each other. Next, he's going to cut off the internet. 
Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can handle anything as long as the internet is still running. And then after that point, I'm just like, all done. I'm all yeah. done. Yep. Um, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm drinking that aviation pre-mixed drink that I bought. Oh, yes. I'm going to finish it off tonight, I think. Is it is it okay? Like, is it is it good? I know you said uh, that you, you thought it was okay. But yeah, I, it really I, I don't on think... You. No, I mean, I don't think I'll buy it again, but okay. um, tonight we had gone out for dinner because apparently we're not afraid of things or something, but we had gone out to dinner <laughs> and uh, I had gotten a gin cocktail. And so I came home and, I, and this is also made with gin. And so I was like, all right, I don't want to switch liquors, so I'll just go ahead and finish this off. All right. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, you are you are braver than me. <laughs> of course, you and... and uh, James are very healthy and strong and you're not, you're far away from your family. So you're not going to yeah. be seeing anybody who is even potentially compromised, you know, on right, a yeah. regular basis. So I guess that makes a certain amount of sense. I might feel the same if I wasn't like, you know, living with yeah. a diabetic and living like a hundred feet away from, you know, people who are over the age of 60. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. That, I, I was actually just talking to James about that earlier and was like, yeah, you know, this would be different if I was home and like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still don't right. want to help spread it. So well, of course, I'm not trying absolutely. to be careless, but right. my parents are both, I think they're both over 70 at this point. Right. Um, and so, yeah, if I was at home, I would be a much more careful uh, because I wouldn't want to spread it to them or anything, you know? So, right. But yeah, it's just us and the dogs, and we did confirm that dogs cannot get it. So okay, awesome. We are, we're okay. Dogs are safe. <laughs> dogs are safe. <laughs> dogs are safe. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, it's been a little bit nuts. I'm really grateful. Like the one silver lining um, is that at least you know the 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 initial report. Since I don't know a whole lot about this virus yet, mm-hmm. is that uh, it doesn't really affect kids that bad. Like unless they have like an underlying health issue, but most kids like don't even show, show very few symptoms, if any symptoms. And, um, so the kids are safe. So that's good. At least it, yeah. knock on wood, knock on wood. Cause, yeah. But yeah, I think they're, I think they're okay. <sighs> yeah. All the stuff I've seen, it's been people over, I think like 65 or 70 and then. Yeah. 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 And then anyone buddy with that underlying health yeah. condition risk thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a, but it sucks because it's like, we were planning on going to a show tomorrow and we're not going to go. And I was planning on going to wrestling last week and I didn't go. And yeah, uh, I was going to perform Friday and that show got canceled. And it's like, okay, well, uh, I know, I know. (laughs) I guess I'll just record podcasts. Hey, maybe we should record because the same thing happened to us. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. We were supposed to have a concert tomorrow. We were supposed to go to Vegas in two weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. We had booked a show. It was like just orchids, like out at the the Botanical Garden, which is outside. So I'm surprised they closed that. But they canceled that. Um, We were going to go to New York in April, and now that's canceled. And so all of our plans are canceled. So, yeah, let's just record a whole bunch of Weekly Buddy Time episodes. Okay. All right. Let's do it. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) <laughs> we're not gonna have anything to do other than just research health topics so here we go <laughs> there we go uh we can bring my kids for uh for an interview one day just to- yeah yeah sure <laughs> give them great. something to do now is your workplace having you work from home yet like is that a uh have they not- instituted social distancing as a protocol 
Not officially yet, but they did send out a note last night that said, uh, please take your laptop home every night in case we suddenly uh, implement the... Yeah. Yeah. And so today, one of my employees, he didn't get it, but his, like, someone that his wife works for got diagnosed with it. Oh, and so, shoot. you know, there's a chance that she was exposed, which means he would have been exposed, which then meant he would have shared it with everyone in the office. So I have a feeling a couple more of those cases that are hitting a little too close to home and they're going to probably implement it pretty quickly. Right, exactly. Would be my oh, guess. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't, we don't have anything quite that quite that close to home yet. We do have one case in, in the county. Um, yeah. But uh, at least a confirmed case. And I keep, like, Thomas is always like, you mean confirmed case? Because it's true. Yeah, yeah. Know, there's probably like 500,000 people in the state of Tennessee who right. haven't, and haven't been tested for it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's where we're at. It's uh, but I mean they shut down everything. The Big Years is canceled. Uh, mm. The St. Patrick's Day parade yeah. is canceled, um, and like all these other little tiny shows are canceled. My church is canceled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like everything is is closed. It is insane. And they they did the same thing at my my place of work. So they were like, hey, start taking your laptops home. Mm-hmm. Um, we may start trying to uh, to work from home for social distancing reasons next week. So just be prepared. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. So uh, so we'll see. We'll see where it ends up. I uh, I mean I'm I was planning on staying home next week anyway because the kids are out of school for spring break. Yeah. Um, and as far as I know, like they go to a very small private school, and um, as far as I know, that school is going to continue to open and function. Mm-hmm. Um. But, I mean, it's like, you know, I don't even know if there's 100 kids in that entire school. Like, it's a very oh, yeah. small school. Um, so they're probably, it's probably okay unless somebody actually gets confirmed with the virus. Like, either yeah. in the school or, you know, like a parent or a sibling mm-hmm. or, you know, something like that. So Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I'll be really interested yeah. to see if this makes the world be more prepared to... Uh, work remotely. Um, yeah, I, both yes. school have class, you know, because a lot of kids are downloading stuff on their iPads and still having classes online and stuff like that. Um, and then just workplaces being more prepared to work remotely. I'll be interested. I'll be. I'm real interested to see if this shifts the culture to a more, yes. Uh, tele is it telecommuting when you yes yes I think so yeah for yeah no because I mean it's like almost every single workplace out there I know that mine I know that Thomas's you know like everybody's like there's been such a resistance in 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 the workplace culture against like working from home working remotely um so it will be interesting I mean I I think that would be really cool if that would help people see that you could still be very productive and you know get just as much to maybe even more done if yeah. you're at home um as opposed to in the office with everybody coming over and talking to you about how their husbands didn't watch sports ball and so now they had to watch <laughs> the bachelor <laughs> right right yeah you know i mean so, i love that shit don't get me wrong that's right. part of why i mean i was in a much better mood today and i realized that part of it was because because yesterday i had to stay home because Oh, I didn't even tell you about that. Kai uh, scratched her eyeball. So that's another oh. fun story. Um, so I stayed home with Kai yesterday. And uh, and so and I was like all gloom and doom and just like, bah. and then I went into work today. I was like, oh, 
okay, everything's all right. You know, yes, yeah. we're preparing for the end of the world, but do do I have people around? So like there is a, I feel like there's a social need to uh-huh. connect with people for most people, not everybody, yeah. but I feel yeah. like for most people, there's that social need to have that like physical face to face being around people connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like that's probably still very important, but it doesn't mean that you couldn't do that like one day out of the week and then the rest of the time work from home or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would so. love to have either one to two designated meeting days because I do believe that in-person collaboration is better. Right. Um, and I would love to have like, okay, every Monday, Wednesday, people come in or whatever. Um, maybe it's only one day a week, depending on your need. But um, you have designated meeting days and then the rest of the time you work from home and you can still have conference calls. But right, those yeah. would just be the designated in-person meeting days. And yes. I think that would be fine. Um, also, talking about companies being resistant to change, I found out today that some of our locations still receive faxes like to a printer that prints wow. the faxes. Yeah, because they okay. were like, "Oh my gosh, if they if we have to work from home, how are we going to get our faxes?" And I was like, your "Don't they fa- come to your, your email?" Name? And and uh, they're like, "No, they go straight to the printer." And I'm like, uh... "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> There's this little thing called an e-fax. Yeah, I mean, I work for a multi-billion-dollar company. And right. They're still receiving faxes. Hey, I mean, what? You know, same. I have what? a lot of the same kind of stuff. What? So, <laughs> ta da! Oh, Lord. <laughs> we need it. Maybe we needed this. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but, uh, but hopefully, because it had to happen anyway, hopefully yeah. there will be some positive things that come out of it. So, that's, <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll look, we'll be positive. We're gonna be positive because I sure was more a positive way to say it. all week long trying to do my journal. I, I really struggled. Aww. Um, like I think the best day that I felt was today where I rated myself at a two in the Wait, middle of the we day. Should, we should, okay. t- uh, oh, sorry. we should, we should, yeah. Uh, I'm just going right into it. Hello, hi. I rated myself as a 500 and 312. <laughs> Hello, I'm awesome. That's the episode. <laughs> do, do, do. Do, do, do. Yeah, because uh, we talked about what we were going to do off air. And so ah, I yeah. forgot. OK, all right. Go yeah. ahead. OK, uh, you want to introduce it? Yeah, sure. Okay. So what Deb and I did for this episode is we both have um, two different things that we wanted to kind of journal. Um, mine was, of course, my ongoing so- shoulder issue. And yours was just around, like, being better to yourself, I think, or something. Yeah, like my original. So I had a I had an overall goal for the month to try to journal maybe not every day, but, like, almost every day. And the mm-hmm. whole point of it was to do, like um, – to kind of connect with my body and get to know my body better and then like eventually get to the point where I'm being body positive and I, not in the like I love the way that I am the way that I am kind of way even though that would be awesome too but just a you know what my body deserves to be taken care of kind of way yeah and um so that was kind of where I was wanting to get at uh but what I ended up doing this week was you were going to focus on like your shoulder and stuff like that I decided to just like focus on connecting with my body and being like how do I feel yeah um so that was what I just measured just how do I feel right now you know am I tired Mm -hmm. am I do I feel pretty good whatever um and then I measured a few things that might affect that each day like did I exercise you know how much sleep did I get what did I eat 
Mm-hmm. Um, did I meditate? And then I just like wrote other notes. So those were like the major things that I looked at each day. Okay. Um, what did you look at? So I would check in uh, roughly three times a day. I always checked in at least morning and evening, and I usually tried to comment at least midday um, and kind of rated the pain of my neck and shoulder from like a scale to um, from one to ten, one being no pain, ten being like severe pain. Um, I cataloged if I did regular exercise so just like you know normal fitness type exercise and then also if i did my physical therapy exercise um and then you know kind of just how that how i felt and how that made me feel um each day okay yeah awesome yeah well uh what did you what were your key takeaways what did you realize about yourself (laughs) so okay so i know this is gonna be super um common sense but i just would like to point out that it was confirmed that on the days that i did um or it did seem like if even if my neck and shoulder was hurting pretty bad if i came home and i did either exercise or physical therapy which i thought was interesting because not just physical therapy made it feel better but exercise or physical therapy so just regular exercise uh made my shoulder feel but at least decrease the pain a little bit and then also, typically, if I did exercise and or physical therapy the night before, then the next day, I had a better day or at least started out as a better day. Okay. Um, but the frustrating part was, was that it seems like if I skip even just one day, then the next day, it's back to bad again. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So it's, it's not necessarily fixing the problem. It's more just like putting a Band-Aid on it for a few hours or something. Like managing the symptoms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And so now yesterday I had, I do, so I do two things. I do physical therapy, which is like, uh, you know, like some exercises uh, kind of thing. But then I also do massage therapy, which is where I go to a specialist and they pinpoint a specific muscle and they work out that muscle um it's not like getting a spa massage it's a very like a uh sports massage basically and uh the problem was though sometimes like i'll go to him and he'll do like magic right like he'll work this one muscle and things will be like one time he worked on my shoulder and it was like two inches lower when I stood up because the muscles <laughs> oh had like tensed up and like kept raising up my shoulders. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's amazing. But then sometimes he'll work on something and I'm like, wait, did you loosen it up too much? Because like today <laughs> um, I was trying to do a row, like a vertical row and uh, my shoulder blade is now popping out, which is, was, which is a problem oh, I had Jesus. before. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, it was a problem that I had before, but we had since fixed it, but now it's back. And I don't know if it's because I did a very shoulder intensive workout today, or it has something to do, they think, with my scapula muscle not being strong enough to hold my shoulder blade down when I Uh move my arm. Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I don't know if he loosened up my scapula muscle or something like made it too relaxed or if it was my shoulder intensive so i won't i won't know till tomorrow i know i know um but um so yeah um we'll kind of see how that goes but um something else i realized like i have really uh tight 
um, tricep muscles, which is, is what's on the underside of your bicep. Um, and I, so I kind of pride myself on kind of having nice arms. Um, I tend to work my arms and my shoulders a lot. And, um, so I kind of pride myself on having nice arms. Like when I flex my tricep, you can definitely see it. But, Uh um, I think that's part of what's causing the problem is my tricep muscles are so tight that they're, um, starting to pull on other things. Um, and so, so like, for example, uh, if I'm in a car, it's for, for some reason, it's specifically when I'm in a car. But when I'm in a car, if I'm holding my phone, my pinkies will go numb, like along along the bottom of okay. my arm and up into my pinky. And right. um, apparently that's a symptom of tricep muscles being too tight because when you're really when you have your arms flexed up like that, your tricep is um, engaged, which then if it's tight, it's like squeezing other things, which then causes your pinky to go numb. Huh. Yeah. So I've been trying to roll out my tricep, but it's really, a a muscle is very painful when it's tight. Okay. Yeah. So that's not good. But apparently I'm very tense, which who would have thought anxious Stacy (laughs) is very tense, but that's what I've learned from this whole experience is that I'm very tense tense and I just need a a full body massage to uh, relax. (laughs) I mean, I feel like this is, you know, uh that's <laughs> i feel like that's probably very um that's that's a great reason for you to go and <laughs> yeah. get these massages I, absolutely you know, absolutely this is a, you need to build this into your health plan <laughs> yes I, yeah <laughs> i'm sorry james but it's a medical expense that's right i'm sorry it's going under the uh this is not my personal budget this is the mm-hmm. medical budget mm-hmm. yeah I'm, i support that i support that yep huh well that sounds like I mean, you know, it sounds like it was probably nothing that was like too surprising, but you know, it always helps yeah. to get a little confirmation. Bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get any good takeaways. Part of it was that I started off really good doing morning, uh, midday, and evening, like the first day, and then like after that, it was like once a day or twice a day. Yeah. Um, and then like on Thursday, I didn't do it at all because I was just too freaking depressed about the world. Oh. Um, so <laughs> just like. And I, all, all week, I just felt very not great. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it was more, there was a couple of things happening. With, um, number one, at the very beginning, I was like working on very high sleep debt because Kai had had started waking up like every night. Like she ah. wasn't giving me a break. Yeah. Um, so I had gotten back up to like almost 30% sleep debt. Oh my sucked. gosh. Um, yes. So that wasn't good. And then, um, and then on Wednesday, I had to pick her up early because she uh, hit herself in the eye mm. with her hand. She was pulling off her sock, mm-hmm. and I guess it like you know how when you pull your sock and then it like suddenly lets go, mm-hmm. and she like fell backwards and like jabbed herself in the eye with her mm. thumb and scratched her her eyeball. So I had to pick her up. I had to take her to the urgent um, care children's hospital clinic thing in mm-hmm. Powell. We waited there forever. It was, I have never seen it so packed. There were people everywhere. And of course, I'm like in the middle of this yeah. coronavirus stuff going, oh my God, we're all going to die. Don't touch anybody. Don't look at anybody. You know, mm-hmm. which is very hard to tell a three-year-old. Yes. And then, you know, and it was like, it was, there was like a kid in there who was like crying his poor little heart out because he had a fever of like 104. Mm. And then there was another kid who had like somehow fallen and like 
uh, skint his chin all up and he was like blood everywhere and then there was oh another kid who sometimes sliced his ear it was just like it was the i have n- it was just insane it was just insane there was one girl who looked like she had chicken pox i was just like this is where am i <laughs> like, what is happening holy crap yeah um you know so it was it was and we had to wait forever it was just so long and kai was very good but um, you know, she had a little puffy red eye and it was watering and red and terrible. And, um, but the doctor was very nice and, you know, they got her taken care of, but we didn't get home until like close to nine o'clock mm-hmm. and they're usually asleep. Like both the kids are usually asleep by then. So it was just a madhouse. Wow. Um, so then I stayed home with her on Thursday and that was when everything really hit the fan mm-hmm. um, with the coronavirus stuff. And so it was just, it just seemed like it was one thing after another this week. Um, today was better. Uh, I definitely felt like the most positive I felt all week was this morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would say that, I mean, this is also the the morning that I woke up with the least amount of sleep debt because mm-hmm. um, I'm back up to like 5% again. So nice. um so I would say if there's any takeaways from a health perspective, it's probably that, um, you know, uh, I do better, obviously, if I get more sleep, which I kind of <laughs> figured out already. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah. So I think that's that's about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> let, let, let me just say, like, I was doing so good with my sleep routine previous to the time change. And as soon as the time change hit, oh, man. it's like impossible. And I'm so frustrated because I was doing so well. Like, I was almost, I was waking up at 5, between 5 and 5.30, and was like awake and alert at 5, 5.30. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, which, I mean, that doesn't really make sense because that would be six now. But, right. So you would think, but for, I guess, because I'm going to bed at a different time. I don't know. But I hate daylight savings time. I do, too. I absolutely hate it. It's yeah. like, what are we saving this daylight for anyway? I know. Nothing anymore. <laughs> it's one of those, it's the way it's always been. So we're just yeah, going to keep doing gonna it. not change anything. Yeah. Oh, Nobody I just remember. to work from home either. That's right. See? Uh but um, I just remembered something else. I ha- I was going to take a Kung Fu class, um, and it got canceled because of the Aww. coronavirus. The coronavirus has gone too far. It has. It has. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, Disneyland is closed. I know. <laughs> Cons are closing. It's just nuts. It's yeah. insanity. It's insanity it all over the place. Yeah. I feel really bad for a lot of my friends who, like, work in the gig economy, you know? Yeah. Who either, you know, perform pretty, like they get a lot of their money from performing or, you know, they get a lot of their money from like doing things like Uber or whatever. Yeah. Or they're very into events. Like I know so many people in that industry and they're all suffering because like everything is canceled. It's nuts. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Um, I did want to share because I did look up some stuff about journaling (laughs) because I felt like Mm -hmm. I kind of half-assed this uh, challenge. Um, (laughs) So um, I'll share a few articles um, and one of them, and I just, there were a few takeaways from just briefly looking through them that I thought was really interesting. Um, One of them is from the University of Rochester Rochester Medical Center, Mm -hmm. but it's talking about journaling for mental health. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that it talks about is that um, you can, that like keeping a journal 
will allow you to uh, really start thinking about positive self-talk and uh, and oh. identifying negative thoughts and behaviors. Mm-hmm. And that is very true to the kind of like the body positivity stuff I was doing at the beginning of the month with my journal. Yeah. Because like I found a place that gave you a lot of prompts. And I think one of the things that I asked myself was, um, let me see if I can find it in here. Because it was really interesting. It was like, you know, what do you think about your body? Or what's the first thing that comes to mind when you um, when you think about your body? And, uh, oh, right now, this is it. Right now, my body needs. And I was like, and it was like dot, dot, dot. So after that, I was like, to talk to me. I only say that half in jest. I feel like my body and I are... Um, and on a disconnected line with each other, I feel like I keep trying, we keep trying to call each other um, and we keep missing each other's calls. Um, no. Actually, if I'm completely honest here, the problem is um, actually all me. Uh, who knows if my body has been trying to tell me uh, anything or not? It's not like I've been uh, opening to listening to, to yeah. it. It's not like I'm um, asking it any questions. I'm being like the abusive boyfriend in this relationship. Yeah. And um, so that was kind of, you know, an interesting realization of just Mm -hmm. I really am very mean to my body. Um, So hopefully I can move that to where I've I've identified the negative thoughts and behaviors. So maybe I can move (laughs) to to the more positive stuff. Um. But then a couple other things. There's another article. This is Intermountain Healthcare, and I'm not sure how, like, you know, scientific this is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. it talks about how how writing in a journal is like really good at reducing stress. And one of the things that I thought was interesting is it talks about improving immune function. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that expressive writing can strengthen your immunity and dis- decrease your risk of illness. That's Those who journal boast uh, improved immune system functioning, uh, as well as lessen symptoms of asthma and rheumatoid arthritis. Expressive writing has been shown to improve liver and lung functioning and combat certain diseases. It's even been reported to help the wounded heal faster. Um, and there are links in these, like there's links to where... I guess it looks like Cambridge studies mm-hmm. and other studies um, that suggest these things. So, uh, you know, so if you're looking to fight off the coronavirus, uh, maybe you should journal a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so improve your immune system on journal. Huh. Um, and then finally, the last one that I saw that I thought was really interesting was on Psychology Today. And it talks about like how to keep a journal and things that are really helpful. Um, And one of the things it says is reviewing your journal for patterns. And I think that's kind of what we were doing this week. Um, And so what they say is every so often we should read and reread our journal. By doing so, we can detect patterns in our emotional lives. Most of us can see the importance of individual events, even as we miss the overall patterns of these events. These arcs of behavior and emotion are often hidden from us because our lives focus on solving immediate problems and then moving on to the next step set of challenges. Keeping a journal and reviewing the individual entries makes hidden patterns visible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really true because I know that I actually it actually frustrated me when I was 
much younger mm-hmm. because I um, like I kept a I kept an online journal for a very long time and I was very open <laughs> in that journal. So yeah. I like put all of my thoughts and feelings and realizations about myself up there for everybody to read, which I would never do now. Yeah. Um, even though I'm podcasting them, so I guess yeah. it's not that different. Never mind. Right. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yes, I would do open th- book. Ah, I I hate to tell people stuff. No, I don't. I love to tell people everything. <laughs> welcome, welcome to being a Gemini. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but uh, I like shoes. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's what I was <laughs> it always comes back to that. Uh-huh. Um, but one of the things I always get frustrated, I would always get frustrated by, is I would like get, I would like have a realization, or I would you know like make a breakthrough or whatever, and then I would look back and review, and I'd be like, wait a minute. I already did this. I already did this like two years ago and yeah. I have to redo it. I'm doing the same exact thing I did two years ago and I get so frustrated. I'm like, I don't actually make any progress. I'm just going in a freaking circle. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, eventually you do realize what your patterns are and what causes them and then you can like, you know, move on. So, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Anyway, I'll share those in show notes, but. Okay, that sounds good. I think that actually what happened when we went back and read our blogs, or at least when I read my blog, and then <laughs> and maybe some journal entry of my own. But yeah, it, it was like the same thing every time, you know, like, oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I need to right. do And it was like, oh, it's the same thing every single year. Right. So I just yep. gave up. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't give up because, you know, my mom actually said something. My mom was kind of weird. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I love her anyway. Loved her anyway. Mm-hmm. Still love her, obviously, even though she's not here anymore. Yeah. Um, but she said used to say something that was really interesting, and I think there's probably some truth to it mm-hmm. because I would complain about being stuck in these like weird cycles where it's like I just it's like a circle. I just keep coming back to the same things over and over again. Yeah. And she was like, "It's not a circle, Devin. It's a spiral. So yeah. you are you are coming back to the same place or the same kind of like you know." themes but Mm -hmm. you've made progress so you're you're moving in a spiral so you're moving you know up but you're just coming around to the same side of that you know yeah cone i guess (laughs) you're coming to the the same side of the ice cream cone (laughs) right right yeah that's Uh, a good way to look at it yeah so and that also brings a little bit to that um i know some of the churches have the spirals in the courtyard yes, or something? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, like a, um, uh, like we have a labyrinth at our church. Yes, so there's yes. like a labyrinth that you can walk through in the, in, that the kids made in the front yard. Yeah. <laughs> For a better, front lawn? Lawn, lawn? The, sure. Yeah, yeah. lawn. Um, but, but it is, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a spiral because you go around and then you go to the center and then you come back out and it's, yeah, there's definitely like a, you know, a traveling, the idea is that you're supposed to like, or one way you can walk a labyrinth. There's many ways to walk one, but mm-hmm. one, one thing you can do is you can have a, a problem or an issue or a concern in your mind when you get started and you walk all the way to the center kind of carrying that. And then you kind of start letting it go as you walk out. And then oh. it's almost like you've, you know, unraveled this ball of yarn you know yeah. as you've gone yeah. through it which is pretty cool so i like labyrinths yeah very cool they're pretty neat they're pretty yeah. neat pretty night pretty night pretty night <laughs> um how many how bad is chicago with the coronavirus 
actually surprisingly low, at least for confirmed cases, but um, especially compared to other big cities like New York or um, I think over in California or whatever. We only have 25 cases in the whole state. What? Yeah. We have 26 now. Wow. We have more cases than you? Well, that was yesterday, so I guess... um, it could have changed, but I'm looking it up. Yeah, I was gonna say, let me look it up real quick. <laughs> I was like, I'll look up. I've been my um my go to place to like look up all the information has been the Johns Ho- John Hopkins uh, map. Oh that yeah, they have that's like... okay. <laughs> I guess we have 46 now. So in one oh. day, it jumped from 25 to 46. Oh, Jesus. but yeah, you're right. Tennessee has 26. But yeah. if you compare that to this. This map sucks. Hold on. Let me find a better map. Which map are you looking at? Are you looking this at the John was, Hopkins one? No, this was like on uh, New York Times. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, the GIS and data map sure. from the uh, Global Cases by the Center for Systems Science and Engineering. <laughs> so that's, uh, I go to a very like hardcore map. Dude. Yeah. But I don't know. It doesn't tell you, like, from day to day. It just yeah. tells you what the situation is right now. But I will go in here and see what it's like in Chicago. 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 Even though my So this one so just slow. says, this is from the CDC. They say reported cases 32 uh, in Illinois and 18 in Tennessee. This one says 46 confirmed <laughs> in Illinois. Okay. Um. Two recovered, 44 active in Illinois. And in Tennessee, 26 confirmed. 26 active because we just started finding them this week. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so. but look over at New York. New York is 325 in, on my map. So it's probably even more on your map. Let's see. 421. Yeah. Yep. So that's I think insanity. for a big city that a lot of people come through. I mean, we have, I know at least a couple of years ago, I don't know if it's still the case this year, but O'Hare was the, you know, the world, not the world's the, uh, well, maybe the world's, but anyway, probably at least the biggest airport in the United States. Um, right. And to have that many people coming in and out and we only have 46, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Maybe the virus doesn't withstand the, the salt air, the salty air. The salty <laughs> the air. Lakes. The coldness. Yeah. I mean, there does seem to be, you know, a suspicious amount of uh, of inactivity around the Great Lakes and uh, the, <laughs> the Salt Lake area yeah. of Utah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm huh. kidding. I am kidding. I have okay. no idea. That is me being <laughs> silly. That's like whenever I was, if you, if you go like all the way out and you're looking like from a worldwide perspective, mm-hmm. like everybody almost has cases now, uh, except like yes. Russia has like... Two. <laughs> to do, yeah. It's that vodka, man. And it's just like, okay, Russia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's happening? Well, uh, I am. Um, oh, I oh it has more now. It has 45 now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I did. The, no, no, it wasn't an article. It was a lady. A lady was telling me, she said, like, one of the health, healthiest communities was a community in Russia. Or not, I don't know if it's healthiest or that they just lived the longest. But um, they were taking a shot of vodka every morning. And it was like. <laughs> One of the communities that lived the longest, or something like there that. There we go. Yeah, and then I also <laughs> saw an article every morning. Yeah, 
What, since sanitizer is getting so scarce, there was an article the other day that said that you can, because apparently you can mix like rubbing alcohol and aloe vera to make hand sanitizer. Yes. Um, yeah. But so I saw one that was said you could mix vodka. And first of all, I was like, I'm not using my vodka for that. But <laughs> also, uh, maybe that's why Russia is so like, yeah, we got this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thomas keeps joking that he's just going to continue to drink so that his blood alcohol level is high <laughs> enough that he will not get the coronavirus. So he will yeah. be safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, these are fun times we live in. Yep, yep. All right. Well, we've journaled. We've uh, we've we've drunk some alcohol. We <laughs> talked about we talked about how to uh, use all of these things to That's help right. you uh, help you avoid getting the coronavirus so yeah hey we've helped some people today <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> this is where i go as a disclaimer we are not doctors I mean, <laughs> please, please do we have no idea advice. what we're talking about <laughs> please do not take this advice in, in, in the uh, place of a medical consultation <laughs> we do <laughs> recommend that you drink virus. vodka but maybe not for the coronavirus <laughs> that's right <laughs> Hey, we also yeah. recommend that you journal, but also <laughs> yeah. that doesn't necessarily help against the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, cheers to another week. We'll yep. see we'll see how far down the road to apocalypse we are when we meet again. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Love you, Stacy. Love you too. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot 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 h